Thank you for joining us on It Is Written Canada. Our guests today are Narwhal and Hollis Simmons, who are about to share from their hearts the joy of their inspirational relationship with Jesus, their music, their story, and their magnetic personalities. Prepare to be inspired. Noel and Hollis, thank you so much for inviting us into your beautiful home. We're humbled. So Hollis, I'm going to start with you. Take us back to your beginnings and how you ended up in Canada and how you met Noel. Well, I was born in Barbados. I'm the fourth child of seven. My dad, who was a carpenter, was also an artist and my mom was a homemaker. And being an artist, this is one of his paintings sitting on the mantelpiece. It is. And this is a Lovely. scene in the Barbados. Uh, yes. Beautiful. Uh, getting ready to get on a ship. Yes, it's a historical piece, actually. Awesome. Mm. And um, my mom was one of a twin. And her sister, who had no children of her own, um, brought me to Canada to be with her for a few years. I went back to Barbados after that and I completed high school, visiting in the summers, but I completed high school there and then I decided I wanted to come back to Canada. And that's when I met Norwell. And both of you are very musical. So part of that journey was your journey to get to Canada. Tell us about your musical journey, Norwell. Mm, I started singing at the age of, I think it was nine years old. and. Um, it was just a little class party that we were having. I don't remember the occasion, but um, we, everybody, you know, all the kids they did their little thing. And I thought, well, I could sing this song. And I got up and sing this. It was a very popular song at the time. Uh, they thought it was good. I thought that was, yeah, okay. By the time I got home, my mom heard that I did the song. Now, we're all Adventists. And, um, uh, in, you know, in those times, Adventists, we don't go just singing reggae songs all over. And she, she pulled me up that evening. She says, I, I, how are you going to school singing reggae song? How come you never sing at church? And I thought about it and I said, but they never asked me to sing at church. <laughs> she said, well, you sing on Saturday. I said, okay. <laughs> no, no. I, I know uh, lots of songs because, you know, every Sunday is traditional. People just play gospel music all over. And so there are songs that I know. So the, Saturday, the, the Sabbath, I sang a song. And um, they thought, wow, they were blown away by he it. He can sing. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> but anyhow, so um, who, who were not there in the morning, by evening, everybody was pulling me aside. Hey, sing the song for me. Uh, sing the song for me. Um, 
And then that's when, you know, everybody realized that there was Spurgy Norwell. I will tell you about uh, Spurgy. You will know him as Norwell. A lot of people know him as Norwell Simmons, but I'll tell you about Spurgy because that's who I know. Spurgy brought out something in me at that time of my life to where I started, I saw Jesus in a different light. I start studying Jesus. I start seeing how Jesus moved and I, I became so take up with Jesus and that was all because of Spurgy, the way how Spurgy started living his life. His contribution must be to God. That's him today, and that's where he has always been. His voice must be for God, and that's the Spurgeon that I know. There was one season when we were doing harvest and gathering, which we call Adra now. And um, one, of, one of the way in which we, we, we do Adra, we go out downtown in the community or stuff like that, but we as a group, we decided that we're gonna go into an area called Ironshore. This is where just guest houses are. And so we went in there. I went to this one house, last house we went to one evening, and it was an older couple, and we sang for them. And they were just so thrilled. And by the end of the evening, she says, would you like to go to Canada? And I thought, yes. <laughs> and uh, it happened so fast. By then, I, I went home, I told my parents, and um, they came and, and they met with them. And to cut a long story short, um, I made it to Canada in uh, 1976, June of 1976. Wow, how old were you at that time? I was 12, going on 13. Wow. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a big time for you? Oh, it was yeah. amazing. Very exciting. Yeah, first time my eyes were open to flying in a plane and seeing a different country. Mm -hmm. I got involved with choirs and stuff like that, and um, I, I ended up singing with, a, with a, an amazing choir called Sound Idea. And we went one, one weekend to a place called Guelph to sing, and that's where I met Hollis. Mm. Yeah, she, was, she came as a visitor for, to one of our directors, and, and she sat her down beside me, and she whispered, she said, take care of her for me. I said, okay. <laughs> yeah. And Not with any intention, but <laughs> there it is. I'm still taking care of her. <laughs> I was going to say, and the rest is history. So, yeah. so um, if someone came to you and you had to tell them about Hollis, like, um, what would make, what makes Hollis Hollis? Oh, her smile. It was so electric, it was so pulling. I love her smile. You know, every time we sit and we talk about it, you know, we, we say, hey, that was just God's doing. Yeah, putting it together, yeah. So let me throw the same question to you then, Hollis. What makes Narwhal, Narwhal? He's a people person. Um, he has a very real way about him. He treats everybody the same. And I think that's one of the things that really touched my heart because he didn't treat me any different to my girlfriends when we were all together. So that kind of told me that he wasn't just flattering me. 
So that really, that, that really had an effect on me. So I was interested in getting to know him better. Can I, can I add one more thing, Mike? Hollis could adapt to my friends also. That was the greatest thing, you know? She was so comfortable with my friends, and that was awesome. And I, and I realized that um, um, behind the smile, there was somebody there that I really liked. Yeah, yeah. And you both sing as well. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, Noel and Hollis, you are both very musical. So, please, can you sing a song for us right now? Definitely. This song of worship is a, is a very beautiful song. It was written by Dana Marie Simmet. We will definitely love to do this for you. Song of worship 
is coming from my soul. This song of worship is coming from my mouth. This song of worship is for you. My heart's desire is to worship you. My sinful soul cries out. Thank you so much for that song. And, you know, worship, that's what it was about. But worship for your lives is what it's all about. I know from talking to your friends, talking to your, your children, that Jesus, your relationship with Jesus, your relationship with God is so central. So what does your worship experience look like, your daily experience? Hmm. Um, we rise very early in the mornings for worship and we separate our worship and it's very intense, um, our study time. So we have maybe an hour and a half, two hours of study time by ourselves and then we will come together and, and we'll do another study. And, and again, I, I love to use my guitar. So I use my guitar. We'll sing a song. It's our favorite song again that we do for morning. Lord, in the morning thou shalt hear my voice ascending high. We love doing that. Yeah. Uh, so um, and we do that and, and we have our really intense time of studying and, you know, really getting to understand um, what the whole message is all about. Yeah. And we were able to figure it out. It was about character. The gospel is about character. God simply just wants to change our character. So that's, that's what we dwell on every day. How do we change this character to look like the character of Christ? Mm, beautiful. When I think of Hollis and Noble as a couple and what they've actually journeyed on together, I think of them even I'm not quite sure which one of them first started on the vegan lifestyle, but again, it's a journey that they took together. They explore things together, and I think that's what just makes their union so strong. When it comes to having worship and family, morning and evening, that's something that they have done with their boys all along. And I just appreciate the fact that they it's not a solo unit. Even though they're very strong individually, together they seem to solidify a, an even better bond because of the unity of what they do. So it's, they don't leave each other behind in terms of growing in their faith, in terms of trying to deepen their relationship with God. They share with each other in a way that just makes you want to even be around them even more. And I truly appreciate that about them. So Noel and Hollis, you were blessed with four sons. So Hollis, can you tell us what it was like raising boys, about homeschooling and your relationship with it like it is with them today? Raising sons. Boys are energetic, they're very challenging, um, but they have a very special bond with, with mom. For homeschooling, 
it was challenging, but like anything else in life, you know, you have to pick the most practical and adaptable way of dealing with life's challenges. And to homeschool at that point was what was necessary, I think. Um, out of homeschooling came three young men who decide that they all want to be entrepreneurs. They want to use their talents and their abilities to, you know, to, to run their lives and not have somebody else run their, their lives for them and decide how and when and why and where. We, we, we wanted them to have a, a good education, but we also wanted them to have something they could always lean on. Um, because if something fails, you need something in your back pocket to pull out. And I thought, um, with all these different skills that they have, they have more than one trump card to use. Yeah, no, life experience uh, is definitely what um, brought them to the way they are. It, it influenced everything based on how they grew up, the way they traveled around, my dad came to Canada, both my parents came to Canada at a young age, um, going back and forth between the islands and, and here, um, and eventually settling here and creating a life for themselves away from their families. And I think having to figure out a lot on your own um, will just, like when you figure it out, it's, it's kind of settled in your mind for sure that this is how I came to this. Um, understanding and it was based on my own experiences and not the experience of others and people telling me uh, this is how it is. I, th I think our parents are also pretty like they're independent thinkers and I think that's one thing that they always taught us to to be like just reason things out for yourself like when you get information think about the information don't just take the information you know so I think um, the way they are now is also just like partly just naturally where life brought them to be because of the way that they taught themselves to think. I think that's why we're also so flexible in like where we go and what we do. Yeah. Because we've seen them move around and do a bunch of different things and just try and figure out the kinks and just enjoy the learning process as well which is definitely, I think has definitely influenced us um, to try any and everything, uh, even if it's like the trajectory is good and we're, we're going down this path strongly, we still want to like look around and see what else there is to do and learn, so yeah. My parents are very strong-willed. That's what I think my parents have shown me a lot of a lot of will over the years to pretty much get through anything, do anything, and it's always just the both of them together. So I think that I don't know from like their perspective, but my parents have always been like kind of like to me different from like all their friends, but they're different together. So like yeah, they're on the they're on the same page, but they're they're unafraid to be themselves, you know. Yeah unafraid to be themselves and unafraid to um they cheer each other on so they're kind of like the, all the validation they need is from each other so they uh they they're in their own world you know 
entrepreneurship, I definitely think that that's something that our dad just kind of not even purposely just like instilled in us kind of just over the years we've seen him like try so many different business business ideas and like you know every way to like you know just try and put food on the table type thing so I think over the years we all just learned that you know you can make your money the way you want to make your money and it doesn't have to be like you know the same way everybody else does it nobody being able to tell you what to do just being able to uh, do what you want when you want and um, and just yeah just true freedom is uh, being able to move on your own clock I would say um, a big part of their confidence is they have a uh, like extreme belief in reliance on like God you know and their their beliefs are um, a large part of their identity and I, I, I believe uh, that has an effect on the way someone will think and navigate the world you know when you're backed up by the big guy upstairs you know <laughs> um, like together their relationship is so strong because they like they both love God more than they love each other you know and then it strengthens their love for each other that also you know um, so I, I would say yeah that's another thing
So that song, thank you for singing that, Norwell. And those words, you wrote that song. So what does it mean to you, that song, and, and how does it give you hope? In 1988, when I was here and I was struggling and I was asking God, what am I doing here? I don't want to be here. And he kept saying, uh, just hang on. I have plans for you. It was that, those promises that I rest on. And it gave me the encouragement to, to write that song. Mm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So God was talking to you personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, so yes. we've come to the end of our time. Sorry about that, but we have this, I think it's time to. Mm -hmm. Thank to you so with... much for spending time with us. It was wonderful having you on our show. We are so blessed to have you. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure. Yes. Hollis, I wonder if I could ask you to pray for us. Certainly. Mm -hmm. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your love and for your faithfulness towards us. We also thank you for the challenges that you allow to come into our lives. And we also thank you for the strength that you give us to push through and to overcome them. Thank you for Mike and Renee and for their ministry. And we pray that all that listen and hear will be blessed. Thank you for continuing to direct our path. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Friends, we have experienced such a wonderful time getting to know and being blessed by the music of Narwhal and Hollis. And our free offer for you today is a CD called This Song of Worship, featuring their inspirational music. To request today's offer, just log on to www.itiswrittencanada.ca. We want you to get to know the Lord as your personal friend through reading the Bible so that you can experience the truth that is found in the words of Jesus when he said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. I remember once I was going through a valley and I was coming home from work and sitting in the car and I was praying and talking to God. About five minutes after I got home, I got a call from Hollis. She said, hey friend, I left you something on your patio. I went and I slid the door open and there was a big box on my patio. And in this box, it had everything I needed, plus more. 
And I asked myself, how did she know? I didn't tell her, but that's the kind of person Hollis is. She came through for me, and that's the kind of friendship we have. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit iiw.ca, or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the Videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.